Welcome back, everybody, or welcome for your first time. I'm your host, Ryan Westa, and this is Neanderthal Podcast. Thank you very much for joining. Hope you are listening or watching on your favorite device. If you are watching, that means you must be on patreon.com slash Podcast. where for $1 a month, you can get the video episodes. For $5 a month, you can get extra content, a, a really cool magnet, a little homemade video. You know what I'm saying, a homemade videos. Uh, today, everybody, welcome. We've got Fountain City Con. Uh, I'm going to just read their little thing they gave me because uh, sometimes it's just nice to have a nice piece of uh, professionally written things for me to do for these intros. It's in New Century, Kansas. Google it. Uh, like the f- like the mythical phoenix rising from COVID-19 pandemic's ashes, Fountain City Con returns this summer for two days of comics and pop culture goodness at the New Horizon Fieldhouse in New Century, Kansas. So guys, this is uh, scheduled for the weekend of July 30th and 31st. So you got a month to get those tickets, you guys. It's a two-day family-friendly event. uh, Provides a gathering place for artists and fans to come together to share their common interests. Uh, So it's just a big expo. Comic-Cons. I'm not going to read the whole thing here. But um, tickets are... $20 $20 for two days for an adult and $15 for Saturday only and $10 for Sunday only. Uh, kids 12 and under are free both days. Ooh. Ooh, I got a couple kids. They're both under 12. Uh, so there it is, G, uh, July 30th and 31st, everybody. Fountain City Con. This was a good episode. Um, I'm not like a nerd nerd, like real nerds. And I mean that endearingly, like they know their stuff. They know their comics. They know all of their DC and Marvel. And I don't know much about that. And so I got got to learn a little bit about that and that culture and just kind of, you know, ask the questions I wanted to ask. Got some good answers. This was a good time. I enjoyed this one. I hope you guys check their um, Instagram or their website and the Fountain City Con, all that good stuff. And uh, enjoy this one. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. Will no topic kiss off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Void of Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner Talk Podcast. Boom, talk, boom. In three, two, one. Uh, two of us will raise our glass together. Salute. Salute. I don't cheers water. That's bad luck. That's, that's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. We got Judd and Brian here with uh, Fountain City Con. Fountain City Con. Fountain City Con. Thanks for having us. Thanks for Thank being you. here. And thanks for the beverage. Yeah, absolutely. Knock yourself out if you need more. I'll just effect. Delicious. Let me put it right up here. You just knock yourself out whenever you want. If we need more ice, we can pause and get more ice. Right on. I'm going to take me a little sip and get we get loose. Do it. Mm. Maker's Mark today. It's the best thing that gas station had. If I, I had a little bit more time, I would have gone down and gotten something a little more. I tell you, for a gas station, that That's is pretty a good. select, select That's bourbon. not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, it's got the wax on it. Yeah. You know? Just something about that sexy red wax. I don't know. Yep. Kind of turns Agreed. me on, even with a couple of men in the room. <laughs> That's powerful. <laughs> it is. Look at it. 
Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, Fountain City Con. Fountain City. I, I'm, I'm imagining it's some kind of comic book related type um, thing or, or uh, uh, cosplay type stuff, perhaps. All of, it. All of that and a little more. Um, so you want me to like start way back or you want me to kind well, of Tell me what it is right now. So what the hell is it? We're putting on a show. Uh, July 30th, 31st, at uh, the New Century Fieldhouse yep. down in Gardner, Kansas. Gardner, uh, Kansas. Okay, that's a little okay. south. A little south. south uh, 20 minute drive. What was that 35, maybe? Yeah, yep. straight south down. 35. Yep. Okay. Easy drive. I don't know. A whole, I, don't, I don't venture off to Kansas a whole lot. Yeah. I'm um, not necessarily anti Kansas, but I could be really pushed really close to it. <laughs> <laughs> they say the same thing about Missourians, that, yeah. too. It's just, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I like both sides. I'm fine. I'm bipartisan. Yeah, I don't know. I had a bad taste in my mouth. My senior year of college, or my senior year in high school, I spent in Leavenworth, not the prison. It was an actual high school there, but a town. That town just <laughs> that prison just rubs off on that town. It's they're, it's, they're angry. They're angry, and they're, they're, it's a weird little town. All right, so go on. As I oh uh, no problem. We're, yeah, we're putting as Brian said, we're putting on a show, uh, July thirty thirty first. Uh, Fountain City is. Pop culture, comic book based show. Uh, there's another show in Kansas City that is really celebrity centric. Um, they concentrate on bringing in the movie stars and the TV stars, and uh, we want we that costs a lot of money. And, <laughs> we want to focus uh, on uh, the comic book side of things. Yeah, the uh, the artists. reason we fell in love with the TV shows and the Disney Plus shows and the Star Wars and everything to begin with, that's what we're concentrating on. So we're we're comic book centric. Everything nowadays is being drawn from the comic books or those type of well, what, uh, like movies, animated sources. series. They're, so like that whole ten year run of the Marvel movies all came from a comic book oh, story. Sure. Oh, or yeah, a yeah, yeah. Conglomeration of the comic book stories. Yeah. That's the reason they fell in love with these movies to begin with, is that source material. So that's what we're basing Fountain City Con on. Okay. Instead of the actors that are doing it today, we're going back. Instead of clout chasing, kind of going back in time, kind of like the yeah. roots, yeah, kind of what, the roots. nostalgic. Writers, and artists. Artist writers, yeah. And uh, we've when we first started Fountain City, we were a one-day show. Um, when did you guys on, start? Just on Saturday, our very first show was at Founders um, Church in Lanessa. And it was a three years ago? Pretty successful show. Yeah. Three uh, years ago. Three years ago, right before COVID. Our second show was planned for that next fall. COVID shut down everything. Everything. Yep. everything. I was in Chicago for C two E two, which is a giant pop culture show. C two E two. Yeah, it's a three day show. Hold on, let me think if I can think what that was. C two E two. Uh C two E two. I don't know. I can't. I can't. What does this stand for? Uh, good question. I just call C two E two. Oh, you don't even know. Don't Get even out know. of here. You're going to this you thing. Know? You're traveling to the uh, other side of the country. Like comic convention. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment, Entertainment Expo. Expo. There it is. Yeah, there it is. I knew comic was in there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a huge, huge show. And uh, I was there f- day two, and everybody's just like, "It's coming. It's coming." It's going to be the last show for the year. And it was early. This was like February. Right before the pandemic. Right before yeah. the oh, pandemic, pandemic hit in like March. Yep. Yeah. Well, and so then 
I'm a big baseball fan, and uh, I went down to uh, Surprise to see spring training. Right, the, the first, Royals. For my first time ever. Surprise, Arizona. And yeah. uh, that's when it, like, went to a game, went to a bar for dinner, no more games. I think so you went to a, was that a Cactus League game? Yep. yep. That's it, nice. Yep. And uh, had to leave early. Everything was shutting down. Right. So, so was... stayed one more day just to, like, kind of so that... soak it in, I okay. guess, you know. And then, like, there was a couple restaurants. Well, there was a lot of restaurants, actually. They, it wasn't an immediate, like, but the baseball did. And then basketball right. shortly was shut. They shut down the baseball That's when tournament you knew shit started getting yeah. real. When they started exactly. shutting down sports, sports. like, Big whoa, sports, yeah. that's a lot of money to be just shutting down, you exactly. guys. It was like, whoa. And we had tickets done. that for – Four more games. Who knew we were conned the whole time? <laughs> or not? Is this, is you that, decide. Is that episode two? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I came, you know, came back and it was, all our plans were shot right. for Fountain City. So we held off a year, uh, kind of retooled the business model a little bit while we were shut down. Had our next show after everything was clear, followed mask mandates uh, for the most part. Everybody was cool with it. And then after that, I think we decided let's try for the two-day yeah. show. Okay. We and uh, slow, see what we did. Steady progress, you know. What's yeah. the biggest difference in being a two-day than a one-day? Just a lot of extra cost or just worried about it, not enough uh, participation or interest? So for the for the talent that you want to bring in – that's a lot of travel and time on their part to get away from their deadlines <clears throat> to for a one day show they lose that right. amount that amount of time for productivity you offer them a two day show which is basically a four day turnaround they come in the night before and then they're there for two full days and then they leave either that night or the next morning Nice. That's a little more time. Yeah, makes it worth their yeah. while. And they can actually more. bring their work with them to where it's more of a pain in the ass for them to do that. How far? Which, what's your furthest uh, furthest guest coming from? Yeah, a lot far. of a lot of Portland. Oh my Seattle. gosh! Yeah. Oh, wow. Upper Northwest Seattle, yeah. and hopefully, so this is this is our turning point show. This is going to either kind of make a name for us in the sand, or kind of. Uh, what do we need to do better? A, yeah. a name for you in the Kansas City region, in the comic sphere, comic con sphere, like what kind of thing? I mean, I think we've got a pretty good name in the Kansas City community. They know we've put on good shows in the last couple of years. For um, the one days. For the one days. And uh, I think they like what we're doing with the new show. Um, I, like you were asking what we had to do. We went from a 9,000 square foot one day show to a 40,000 square foot whoa two day show yeah. which is a whoa. big chunk of change to have to fill up space yeah. you gotta like that so, though right an extra good. like four times that size like how much more stuff you can cram in yeah. there all kinds stuff. of vendors we, are like are you guys are you guys going ham trying to find all these vendors to put up uh, vendors came to us right um nice the, well that, that's good news building our reputation on right. the one day shows and then we would also have these uh little micro pop-up cons uh, at Red Crow Brewing Company in Olathe. Okay. We would set up just five or six vendors and release a beer. Okay. And they're clients of mine, so I kind of had a nice end there for my graphic design. Okay. That they would just kind of let us have the floor for the day. Wow. And still be open to their public, too. Oh, double so dip it. Yeah. Just double dip it, and we got our own beer and uh, could kind of 
make you know some money off that to help Ooh. help put the show on. Oh, and it'll then taste, we, a little wet your beak a little yeah. bit. Make uh, we made some pint glasses that were logoed and stuff like that. So it's just fun too, you know. Of course, like. it's fun for you. You're the the graphic designer it for is. all this. Yeah. Like, oh, I get to that all this and kinda... uh, that, and you know, I get my own my own sour. You know, I love I like sour beers. Ooh, I love a good sour too. Our fir- our first one was called "It's a Bird." It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a sour IPA. Okay, I like it. Ooh, <laughs> I like of. a good sour IPA. Crooked Stave makes some really good. They do sour IPAs. Yeah. Um. So you got some like when you say you have so you're flying out these guests, mm-hmm. artists. What they artists like, and writers. So they're said. so like they they're doing the actual comic books, like drawing out the comic books yeah. and doing the storylines for all that. Yep. We have a mix. Um, we've got a couple legends, like from back in the day. Stan Lee's going to be there? We're, we're, exhuming, we're exhuming him. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. He's dead? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had no idea. No, I was kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I had no idea. We'll be right back. <laughs> no. So no, give he, me some legends that would be so there. I, I, our, I know nothing about comic fine. stuff. I, know a, I just know... So the the regional legend that we have coming down is uh, Bob Hall. Uh, he's been in the business since late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, uh, he's in New York. He relocated to New York. He's a playwright as well. He did some off Broadway stuff on top of his art with uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, his big claim to fame was. Uh, creating what was called the West Coast Avengers, which was, at the time in the 80s, a big book that was released for Marvel. Uh, he was the artist for issue one through, mm, I want to say 20, but don't quote me on that. I, um, I would never would. Uh, but he, he did issue one for sure, and he's a great guy, and he just lives up in uh, Nebraska. So I call him our mascot because he's been to the majority of our shows. He's really helpful. Like he, he wants to help us succeed. He has a uh, hybrid car, so he's like, "All you gotta do is put the misses and me up." Oh, nice. So gas, because gas, you know, it's half electric. What so. a legend! <laughs> so and he, he comes in and he'll, uh, you, he just we, he just gave us prices for his pre commission, uh, pre show commission list that we've got to post up here this week sometime. But <clears throat> you know, he will draw you just like a. A sketch from scratch, like, and this is a kind of a piece of history for comic guys, anyway. Like mm-hmm. from Bob Hall, like, that's really cool. If you're into that kind of stuff, that's got to be super cool. It's good stuff, and all a lot of the artists do that. They'll they'll put out their commission list. You can get a headshot, a torso drawing, a of full, what? full body, figure, of like whatever they draw, whatever, whatever you want. So the the that's fun the of reason, it, but yes, is the oh, like if you've got an artist. That's working on, let's say, primarily Batman, and that's. All. I, I do like some Batman. I'm not totally ignorant to Marvel or to to comic stuff. I do like my certain things that I'm into. I'm that's, not a Marvel guy, but I do cool. like me some Batman. That's cool. Batman. So what do you think of the new one? I the uh, I haven't seen the Twilight one. Uh, yeah, I had the sparkly vampire. <laughs> I have not seen it. I I don't know. It's it's, it's gonna be hard for me. It's I, great. I've heard it's good. It's awesome. I'll probably check it out. But there's just something about me that's it's hard to leave the Christian Bale mm. Batman for me. Yeah. I'm like he nailed it. Yeah, yeah those he nailed good. it. Those are so good. And it's just I'm like, what what are we doing here? 
It's already been it's already been nailed. Batman's yeah. been nailed. Yeah. It's been done. Is it? Can it be better than the? the um, I'm not going to say it's better or worse. It's different. Okay, but it's good. I mean, I did like the Joker, and that was different. Uh, the oh. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. It was good. Oh yeah, yeah, it was good. Different, good. Different, good. I mean, it was kind of. It was kind of a. I don't know. I wouldn't call it like a Batman or a Joker no. movie, but it was interesting that they used like. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah, it, I liked it. It's it's to uh, to me it just it was able to, just because it's called the Joker and they bring in DC references, the Waynes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just a, it could stand alone as just a very tragic movie. Yeah. And a mental still, illness. Yeah, still yeah. be a very movie, good movie. I think. Yeah. That's kind of what I got from it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And still stand alone and be great. It yeah. was a good movie, good film for me. But uh, what were we? So you were having like these artists. And, like, so say, yeah, so like say say you have Batman. an artist that comes in and he primarily does Batman. The fun that they have and for, for geeks like us is, okay, what's your take on Popeye or, or, or Deadpool or something like that? Okay. And, and they have fun because that's out of their normal wheelhouse. Oh, I like that. And they can kind of break the mold a little bit. Okay, so are you having the Batman guy here? Uh, a Batman guy? Because aren't there like a bunch of artists for all of, kinds yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, a lot of the artists... Uh, we've got one guy coming in who's just... He's been in the industry for 20 years. Um, he's done everything. So it probably... You shout out a, a, a character, He's he's done it. Sorry, we're just pouring some more whiskey here. Yeah, um, that see, that's one of the things that kind of I wouldn't say turns me off about comic books, but maybe something I just don't. There's so much I don't understand. But there's like, can anybody just start writing a com- make a comic book and call it the Batman or Batman or um, Marvel? Like how do no. how do these okay? The because there's so many different right, okay right, right. but so. there's so many different like Batman comic books right there's batman batman beyond yeah but they're uh, all have, the son of batman or whatever. they all have different writers and artists each one doing those books um but like if you or i wanted to just like write a batman book and try and sell it well sure they would look down yeah on yeah that. no i know that <laughs> cease and desist yeah. but there's like these different i guess universes there are but and they're so, all published under the dc Monitor, okay, or the Marvel monitor. And so, there, is there like a, a DC head and a Marvel head that says this is the kind of person you are allowed to take on our Batman uh, enterprise and do whatever mm-hmm. you want with it? And that, mm-hmm. that's how Pretty it goes. Um, they, you know, they have editors, and the editors have bosses, and I'm sure there's a chain of command. And sure, um, but if if, if you're a, a budding writer and you are a comic fan, um, gosh. Dennis, yeah, how do you do that? Dennis Hopeless. He he was a he worked at a comic book store in Lee Summit. He's one of our guests. He's local. He's a big Marvel writer now. Um, also wow, has a bunch of really? image books. Yeah, we got a local dude. That's, We've got a lot of them. There's a lot, a lot of them here. Yeah, and uh, but Dennis Hopeless. He started out working at a comic book store and wrote a story, pitched it, got an independent label, and so his first book was a small print independent run. But it gave him enough De Niro and enough clout to write more and more and more to where he finally became a regular writer at Marvel. And wow. he's a local dude. Oh. And But he's he's got, I'd say, 30 books under his belt right now. Where does it, a comic book? So does he... Fo- so, so he's written everything yeah. from uh, 
from like some X-Men books, X-Force, various single characters of the X-Men, like a Jean Grey miniseries, Avengers uh, Arena miniseries. Uh, This is why it's it's so hard to be a nerd. There's, there's so much lot. shit there's going on out there. It's like this. This is why, and, and it grows, and that's it just Marvel in DC. There's right, so and much. it keeps going. Like, how do you? How do these artists find their? I, I guess it doesn't take. How long does it take to read a comic book? Like a, a to tip, read one a, to typically go through a, a normal. How do often do they come out? Like weekly, uh, monthly? How often? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, there's weekly books to pick up, but. Titles usually come out once, once or twice. Once a month. or twice a month. How long will a Batman or a, X, a Wolverine or something? How Depends long on the writer. Yeah. But uh, like typically, like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, and then I mean, back in the sixties, the Silver Age of books. There's there's gold and silver, bronze, modern. We'll get to that. <laughs> but uh, in the in the Silver Age and the early Golden Age of, or Bronze Age of books, they felt like they had to describe everything going on in the panel of the drawing that you couldn't just put two and two together. So, okay. A lot more words, a lot more words because they're describing action and they might like recap what happened last issue for the first two pages. So there's all there's just a lot of words there. So those books might take you half an hour depending on how fast you can read and like how much detail you want to soak in. But Nowadays, they don't really. I just think there's more detail to the art too. That too, yeah. Uh, you know, so it's not that the it's just less wordy. So yeah, one page might, or one full page might have like two words. Because the detail is so good in the, the artist, detail, is they it, don't want to cover the art up. Is uh, is it an artist and a writer, or is it the artist as the writer? Like, does the writer and the artist are they the same person or are they separate? Separate. They're usually, separate. Usually. Sometimes, usually, yeah, ninety percent. So, what kind of like uh, arguments are going on? Is that like why? Is that why it's gone less, less words? Are the artists getting more like, I don't know, ego driven? Like, hey, quit covering up my shit. You know how long I spent on that fireball, and you're covering up with pow. That's actually a good point. They might. There's artists now that are coming out that are becoming so famous for their work that. They might have more clout over the actual writer of the story that's driving the plot. Yeah, what's more important? There you go. And so the publisher of that book might be like, well, you know, we have, you know, so-and-so drawing this book, and he's what's making us the money. Let's just not get so wordy, you know? (laughs) But for the most part... And then the the artist is like, yeah, you idiot. Anybody can write. Try drawing this dope ass batmobile a and then right but then the writer could be like well i've got a one in a million idea that's not been done before so maybe i should put some more words in you know yeah you know stuff maybe like i'll that. go find someone else that's almost as good maybe and my wordings will be better it'll yeah there must be some <laughs> good bad is there any kind of like I, I'm a big fan of of hip-hop and there's all i love hip-hop beef i love when rappers beef with each other is there comic book beef with like writers and artists is like any any kind of comic book beef like that that you can think of not like biggie and tupac no <laughs> I, i'm not yeah, sure but it's like not like like 
I don't know. Is there like a DC guy's like, nah, fuck that Marvel guy. They um, suck. Or there might be. Or, or screw that Batman. I'm the new Batman illustrator. I don't know. Well, there's got to be some good comic beef. I, yeah? think, I, I don't some think nerds beef. I don't think it's so much based on like talent. Like that guy couldn't draw his way out of a paper bag versus my Batman or whatever. I think it's more along the lines of he screwed my girlfriend. That <laughs> working relationships. That yeah. or political maybe mm, mm. like some people are oh. just oh that's outspoken. an interesting question uh i don't want to generalize the whole comic con kind of uh community but is there a, do they kind of politically lean one way or another uh that kind of gets left out th- at the door we okay cool or we tr- we tr- i can only speak i don't mean about that at your conference yeah. i mean in general and just the the I don't know what nerd sphere as far as comic uh, sphere. I think it's everybody. I mean, for sure, try not to discriminate. But there's some communities that are like that guy's a little too conservative. Let's kind of push him to the side, or this chick's a little too liberal. We don't want her in our. You know what I mean? So Does that the, kind of stuff go on. I can only speak for Fountain City on this aspect, but. Oh, like you're going to be as political as it gets and saying, no, nah, it's uh, not that they check well, it out the door. It's perfect. I, I get I, that. The, so the word community is very important to Brian, Barry, and I. Okay. And we see too much infighting in the comic community, in the the pop culture community around the region. A lot of, a lot of haters, you know? I mean, YouTube, there's a reason you turn the comments off on YouTube. There's that same reason you don't read comments on people's posts in the comic community. Some assholes out there, you know, haters, yeah, yeah. trolls. And I imagine every, trolls. Some, it's every, so it's everywhere. Trolls. And so, it's very important for us that the word community is actually means something. Means has a has clout. As a so, positive meaning. Yeah. yeah, a community can mean all kinds. You and want a so positive meaning. Whether but. you're a, a conservative, a liberal, black, white, red. I don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. Just leave it at the door. Come to our show. Have fun. Pick it up at the door on your way out. Nice. And go about your business. Yeah, that's how life should be. Kind of. And, I mean, I want our show. And so, uh, knock on wood, with a glass top. So far, <laughs> it has been a safe haven for the most part anyway yeah. that, you know, we all get along. We're all in it for the right reason and that's to have fun and enjoy our hobbies and you know find a treasure here and there you know i tried getting into comic books when i was a real young man um boy this was i mean we were poor broke as i remember my mom was on welfare and us going into a grocery store and i would see a couple of these comic books one was like a garfield one and i, I told my mom i was like mom can i just have like a dollar or however much it was to get one of these. She was like, all right, fine. And I picked out the Punisher. And I was probably eight years old or something. And that was, oh, wait, I still wish I had that. I wonder if that'd be worth anything now. But I tried getting into it, and I read it and thought it was cool. The art was cool. The action's cool. But everything is so hard to, It's everything's together. And I'm somebody, I won't even watch a movie trailer because I don't want to be spoiled. Sure. And comic books, I'm like, I can cheat. I can look over on the other side of the right page and see what's happening yeah. up. It's like it's too much going on for me. Like, how did you guys and how do people get sucked in? Like, what is it that you guys love about the comic book 
how it is, you know, how it's designed and everything. You first. Well, I fell in love with the characters initially. I'm a big Batman fan. I like I as a kid. I love the idea. Get a little that, bit more up on that mic for me. Oh, so uh, oh yeah, is that there better? you are. There we hey guys. Uh, so, <laughs> Sultry. So, uh, <laughs> I loved Batman and the idea that just a normal guy could take on the bad guys and win and not have superpowers. And so I loved those stories. And as I've gotten older, uh, my tastes have changed a little bit. So now I'm more into the art, and I really enjoy the art. Um, sometimes more than the story, because honestly, there's some not great stories out yeah. there. But oh. I mean, there's not great darty too. So, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so I mean, I think as as you, I would hope most people, your taste change, but not the reason why you really love it to begin with. Right. And so, um, for me, it was just it all. It just reminds me of my childhood. And okay. I love, I love the fact that we can escape into it and. You know, maybe see a little of our see a little of ourselves and our heroes. Okay, that's great. I, I like I that. I like mean, that, that was that was a big reason why I was a Batman fan too, is because it's like, oh, this is just a normal dude. I mean, yeah, he's not normal because he's a billionaire well, and that. can afford all this crazy <laughs> shit. But he's a human. He's a normal yeah. dude. Right. Like I can suspend disbelief just more for Batman yeah. than I can the other people. And that's right. why I'm not like like Deadpool. Like I, I don't know anything about the comics, but the movies, everyone loves the movies. And yeah, Ryan, Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is handsome and funny and all that. But then when I found out he could basically get chopped up into a billion people and still li- billion pieces and still live, I'm out. I check out of that. I'm like, I can't. I can't do that. That's just that's not for me. I'm, I, I get it. Uh, I mean, the same thing. I mean, it's 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 there's something out there for everybody. Yeah. And I love the Ninja Turtles though. Yeah. There you go. Who, does, <laughs> who doesn't like, honestly? Yeah. There you go. GI Joe. I grew up on GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Loving that cartoon. Yeah, the yeah. And uh, I was more into cartoons and shit. I love cartoons, but it was just the comic books like that's the art and the like I love to read and I love I love art. I love to read and I love uh, the GI Joes and the cartoons, but I could just never get the whole comic book thing down. It just never bit uh, me. It, comic books are printed soap operas, basically. You, I mean, it's an ongoing story. When I was eight, seven or eight years old, I wanted to get into it. I had cousins that had them, and the the art is the first thing that grabbed me. Mm. And I'm a graphic designer by trade, so oh, art yeah. art was the thing. It's like, man, this is you know great stuff. But as an eight-year-old me, I couldn't comprehend the story of what was going on. And it was just a little above me at that right. age. And, but back then, there weren't really kids' comic books. They're, they were only publishing like 12, 15 books a month, and that's what you got. Or at least for a farm kid. like It just wasn't accessible. No internet. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, as I got older, 15, 16 years old, new group of friends, collectors, introduced, reintroduced me. Same thing, art, but then, like, reading the stories, especially just, like, one-off stories that you didn't have to buy, six issues to get the whole thing. Okay. I'm in. I'm hooked. You okay. Know? So then it became, well, like, let's dive down the rabbit hole a little bit more and see what's out there. To where now, like it's endless. It, you could. Are you guys still into comic books? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got a 
like, large collection. I mean, I, I'm sure you have a collect, but you're still like buying new stuff all the time and reading yeah. them. No, yeah. I, I he, he's, he's a buyer seller too, so he'll he sets up booths at uh, local shows around, like just one yesterday, and uh, buys and sells collections. And yeah, I'm just a collector and happen to put on a show. <laughs> What, uh, uh, Brian, what's your oldest, what's your most prized comic? Ooh. Mm. Well, oldest is probably. It doesn't even have to be oldest or most expensive, just one that means the most to you that you just, what's the the most meaningful one to you? There's a, this is going to sound weird to you, but there's a second print of uh, Batman 445 where the cover, he has a purple cape. Okay. And for the longest time, I could never find one because they're fairly rare, but they're not expensive at all. Uh, and then in like the last three months, I found two of them. So I'm oh, like, nice. these are super cool because they're just, they're impossible to find. And so, I mean, finding the hidden gem out there that you've been looking for for a long time is a great feeling. Okay. So the purple cape Batman. Yeah. Okay. That's your. Is it, is it a misprint? Or? It's a second print. But is that purple no, cape? No, I, I, I assume it's just because it's the second print. Mm. What does that mean? First print, second print. What is? What is? There's a difference. So like there is. When, when a comic, when a book is first published, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's the first print, and so if it's really popular, uh, sells out. And it they sells didn't out, make enough. They didn't make enough. Okay. So then they'll reissue it, and they'll label it as a second second print. Uh, and then it's not worth as much. Cause well, you didn't. Today they've gotten a little smarter about it. Back in the day when you went to a second print, you're like, second print. And you kind of, now they'll put a special different cover on it. Uh, change it a little bit. Change it up a little bit Make to where. Again, not print nearly as much as they did the first time. So there's even less of those. And that actually so. becomes more <laughs> valuable than the first one. All right. How dirty is the comic book industry as far as like kind of duping people with, with little things They're like that? They're getting worse, I think. Because they're starting to do reprints that look exactly like the first prints yeah. of modern books that, and some of them are pretty expensive. And so, like, if you make the reprint exactly like the first print, then there are potential buyers out there who can get scammed. And yeah. so, it's it's getting a little shady because, bef- like, you know, I'm looking for a purple cape, so I know exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, people who don't know, or who are maybe in for it for investing reasons or whatever. They don't know, and they're going to get scammed out of some good money if they're. There must not be careful. a lot of scamming going on in that kind of. There can be. There can with all be. that kind of. Yeah. I mean, with any kind of money making sure. type thing, I, I I saw, oh, one of the Paul brothers got scammed for like a million dollars on a Pokemon oh, card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The main thing you got to watch out for on like eBay and stuff too is you'll have people post original art by a comic book artist, and they might post like a. You know, sketch found from WonderCon '88 or whatever, and you gotta do your research because like that artist might not have been at that show. Okay, so Jeez. it's just a forgery, you know. And okay. you, gotta, you gotta watch out for that stuff. So you could end up paying five, six hundred dollars for something that's not worth diddly. You gotta respect the hustle on that scammer. Yeah, I, I mean, if they're willing <laughs> to go through that work, but. Yes, no, I you hate gotta scammers. be smart about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's yours, uh, Judd? What's your most prized okay, so, comic? Since we're all three in agreement uh, with being Batman fans, yeah. Um, one of my goals in my co- private collection 
was to get the first appearances of as many of the Batman characters as I could. In other comic books? Well. Is so that what you're saying? Like, they're, they're Batman's first the, appearance in, like, a, uh, in like a other DC universe? So, so no. So the, so the first a appearance crossover? means this is when, this is the very first time this character has appeared in print. So the very first time Riddler appeared was actually oh, okay. 1950, Four, 49 maybe. But that's a very, very expensive book. Because it's rare. It's right. rare. It's Mickey Mantle. Or and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. And you think about it, when comic books were first made back in the 40s, um, they are made on like toilet paper, basically. Very, very thin newsprint. Oh, wow. More times than not, they were just bought to read at the time and, you know, put in a pile. Right. And so kids, being kids back then, I'm sure, like had a pile of books and their mom's like, time Get to rid clean. Of this yep. shit. Yeah. Time yep. to clean house, you know, and poof, there they went. Did they have garage sales back then? When did the garage sale first uh, start? You'd be surprised at like some barn finds and stuff. Like, yeah. well, this is my grandpa's collection from 19 Dickety 2. Well, there, there's Action 1. But were they having garage sales in 1960? Oh. Like sure. hey, like hey, hey Johnny, you got a stack of these silly comic books here. We're having a garage sale next week. How about you sell like all of them for a couple? I'm pennies? thinking they probably just got tossed out more than anything or, else. Or, yeah, to, or I know, but my question is, did they have? When did the garage sale begin? Did they have them back then? No I'm sure idea. there was probably street street side sales or curbside curbside sales, okay. but those books were probably back then. The collect there was no collectability back then as f- like like today. No, you weren't forethinking back then. You when you think and about so, this thing, like, this is my great grandson can retire on this yeah. fucking a, issue one of Batman, Superman, Spider Man, right, whatever. Right. Where I mean, detective- eight year olds aren't thinking about their grandchildren. I got to start telling my nine year old to start thinking about his grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Where you know you think about it, Detective Comics twenty seven. Is now, I mean, it's not just sold buyer to buyer. It's sold through auction at Sotheby's. It's that rare. Okay. Because there's only a few whole issues left, you know. And that's the first Batman. That's the first the Batman. First Batman. How much is that worth? 1939. 1939 was the. When was the first comic book? And oh, what eight, was it? Well, I mean, they were printing not superhero books, but. Like funny books, books back in the 1800s, um, the first real oh I guess political humor yeah. and that kind of stuff war goes, books, but like, cowboy like, yeah. books, but yeah. like yeah, what well, was like the first? Well, well, I guess was it Stan Lee? Was was he the inventor of the comic? No, uh, okay, he, in, he he started Marvel. Okay, so but in the 60s, wait, did uh-huh. DC started before Marvel? Yeah, mm-hmm. or at least DC was uh, it DC time, or was, was it just DC? Timely, ca- timely became timely was before Marvel, right? It was. Yeah, so timely. Was Batman the first superhero? Superman. No, Superman would have been. Superman was. When was he? 19, uh, so Around the, almost the exact same time. Okay. Yeah, 30s. so Superman and then Batman started in secondary books. So Superman started in action comics. Uh, Batman started in detective comics. So the first 26 issues have nothing to do with Batman. They're like just detective stories. Then, then Bob Kane. With the name of Bruce Wayne? No. No? Just, okay. just random different stories. random okay. detective stories. And then in issue 27, they introduce the Bat-Man. Bruce Wayne, millionaire, fights crime to, you know, avenge his family. Who, who came up with it? What was the... What? Bob Kane. 
Bob and, Bob, oh, I've, okay. and Bill Finger. And Bill Finger, yeah. yeah you gotta, can't forget Bill now. What's that? Can't forget Bill now. Yes, I know. And, and so, like, and it was such a hit. Now Took there's... Off. That, that, was that the... Was that the origin origin story yes. that, yep. that the, the the parents go to see some play or movie mm-hmm. get yeah. robbed and then okay yep that's where, that's where it all started 19 wow 1939 we've been doing the same story for a hundred years <laughs> yes yes <laughs> wow yeah and it's still awesome and it's still awesome <laughs> It's still awesome. but Superman was what a couple a few months before that. I, give me the story of Superman. How did that the start? Same year, but a few months apart, right? Yeah, I think Super, Superman came first. Yeah, it did. Um, it did action comics, action com. Well, action comic. What was the other one? Well, so action and the detective was for Batman Detective Comics. And was well, that is that a brand? It's a title of a book. For, title of D- a magazine from DC. Okay. So so, how did Superman start? What, what's the origin story of? So, like, what, so what were the stories up until introducing Superman? This is interesting to me. I think actually wasn't Action Comics number one, the first Superman. Yeah. Yes. So they weren't Simon and Schuster weren't sure what was going to happen with this character because he he wasn't all purpose indestructible back then as he is now. He could jump. Was he, he from he Krypton? Was, he was from yeah. Krypton. He was pretty strong, but not like. And he came. He flew. He he he, he dropped into Kansas and had his yeah. grandparents raise him, or or yeah. people that whatever the story is. Yeah. is. And it wasn't. I don't think it was originally Smallville. It was a different town in Kansas. I but then they, it became Smallville, and uh, he he ran along uh, telephone wires. To get from place to place or jump, oh, he never flew. And then, okay. He didn't. He flew later. later. Okay, but uh, his, the first rendition of Superman was just basically a strong guy that could, you know, stop a bullet, stop a train, but he wasn't indestructible like he is now. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> then it kind of grew into that. Then Superman number one, a few years later, forty three. Somewhere around that, nineteen forty-three, I think, and uh, and then that was his. And they're still publishing Superman comics and action comics today. Yep, they're up in the thousands now. Is there is, so? Is there issues. there is, is there a original Batman and original Supermans? Are those out there? Like the actual, like some kid at eight year olds bought that and then somehow lost it in an attic or somehow and yes. in 80 years later it's shown up and it's in good condition there's think, a couple of those I think they said there's less than 100 action comics number one wow around, wow that's gotta be I, when I say nerd and geek I mean it with great respect I don't sure. mean it in any disrespectful way because I love nerds and so geeks I just didn't think I would fit there in was with a them news story a couple but, like, years they ago. must love that shit like nerds must love like if they get to see like can you go to a museum and see the first one is there anything uh, like depending that? on the size of the show like C2E2 in Chicago one of the booths that specializes in those oh my god it's right here in front of me type of books uh-huh. had like the first spider-man the first wonder woman uh fantastic four number one spider-man number one uh I, th- I they didn't have a batman number one but i think they had a nine number nine okay there 
And those first 20 are wow. super Anything about The thing I, I like, I don't get off on it that it's like this collectible. It's, a, it's just a cool piece of history. Like this is when it first started, when this whole genre Well, and to think that a starts. magazine that had a multiple thousand issue run is only down to like a hundred left. Oh, I didn't even think about that's, that. How that many were were printed? One. How many? Yeah, how many were printed of action uh, uh, of all the action I have one? No idea. I mean, probably not a probably not a ton to begin with. Because I gotta say, at least a thousand. Yeah. So say that nine hundred are now gone. That's yeah. I would think. I mean, I would think maybe a couple thousand. Maybe. Now, how about nowadays? Uh, what's what is the most popular franchise of comic book right now? What's flying off the shelf? Batman's still huge. Still, Batman's still, still huge. Batman. Anytime DC can put Batman in a book, they're going to do it, and it's probably going to sell. Okay, uh, how many are they making now? Like, like here, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the next Batman that comes out next week or month, how many of that will be there printed? There's at least six Batman titles a month. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Pratt all Ninja, by the same uh, artist and writer. No, different different, different artist writers, writer artists. each book. So uh, each okay. storyline has. So its then, own. do are you finding like I like this artist writer combo, and this is the yeah. ones I wa- I, I read every week or whatever, or are there some guys who are like I like all of them and I just yeah I there I I have favorite artists that yeah, I love. That. Some dudes will or gals will pick up Batman just because it's Batman, and buy all six, whether it's crap or not. I'm more selective. Like, I like this artist is really good, or I know I'm going to get a good story from this writer. Who's the worst combo? Who's the worst artist? Oh, artist writer combo. That's a personal preference. Well, that's a personal preference. Subjective. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all subjective. Give me your personal. Who do you dislike the most? Uh, like, I'm not buying that dude shit. Like, his Batman looks like my 13 year old can make it, and his story writing's like an amateur. It's usually not generally like across the board, like, his entire work is ugly. It's usually just like one cover. You're like, that's an ugly cover. I or that's that for whatever reason, the art in that issue is just bad. But usually, an artist, if if his artwork is that disliked and uh, he just won't have a job anymore, you know, if it, if it, if they, people think for, that it's except for Liefeld. Well, I know Liefeld. So, <laughs> right, Rob, Rob, Rob Liefeld, Rob Liefeld, and I probably shouldn't elaborate you or, because you love him or you hate you him. You love him or hate him, and he can't draw feet. <laughs> All his feet are how, how does that even come into play? Who the hell is looking at people's feet in a comic book? You'd be surprised. Really? <laughs> but they're either covered by a rock or smoke. I like it. He knows his weakness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God damn it. I've spent six years on these fucking feet and I just can't get the big toe. That son of a bitch throws me off every time. They're in boots too, so you can't even like you don't even have to worry about the toes. Uh, yeah, so he can't draw boots? Maybe he draws an amazing foot. Maybe Quentin Tarantino would sign him up real quick to draw him all feet picks, and he's amazing at it, but for some reason he's like, there's no there's no way Just I can get a, ran, a random barefoot. They always have these goddamn boots, and I can't draw a boot. <laughs> That's what it is. He just can't draw boots. That's yeah, what it yeah. Is. I think that's what it you is. Give me you guys. Five, five digits on a, in a heel. Yeah. I'm on it. This poor guy. This poor light felt guy. Is so misunderstood. He draws the most amazing foot you've ever seen. But when it comes to boots, he just can't get it. <laughs> that's awesome. I've never. Now I have a whole new way of thinking about this. <laughs> just need an outsider to come in. <laughs> 
Uh, what are your tattoos you got here, Jay? Uh, I'm a big, some, uh, I'm a big, big Lebowski fan. So oh, that's my Lebowski. I, there it tattoo. is. Tattoo. I saw. Uh, I, I didn't look at it earlier. I saw the bowling pins. Like this dude's a bowler, but now I see the helmet. Yeah, the Valkyrie there for from. Was that mod uh, or somebody? Mod, yeah. And then my my nerdy comic code. Back in the uh, heyday of comics, they put a code on the cover that said. You pass uh, basically all the uh, wow. standards that we set. No cuss words, no sex, no over-the-top violence. You're a, a nice, wholesome comic book. And they would put that co- that code on the cover of every one of them. <laughs> so you got that ironically? I, it did. Yeah. <laughs> like I would never be accepted by this. I'm putting exactly. this stamp of approval <laughs> on me. I'm so full of sin that this is uh, a joke. Man, I don't believe in sin. I believe in fun, baby. And so then uh, I got my, I'm a cigar smoker, so I got my pipe there, and I'm a Royals fan. That's do a baseball. Or, do or die. So it's, it's Mr. Royal. Okay, Mr. Their Royal. mascot from the 60s. Is it finished? Yeah, it's finished. That's how I want it. All right. And then uh, back when I was a personal trainer, everybody was like, show me the tickets to the gun show. And I was like, oh, firecracker. Oh, cool. So that's the little like retro. No offense. I never right guessed there. you were a personal like, trainer. Kapow. <laughs> so that's, I love that. That's that. And then I got a, a koi. Got, so I'm a graphic designer. Oh, dope. That's so dope. It's a Are you left-handed? Hand pencil with an engine piston because I, I pump them out. Are you left-handed? I'm right-handed. But I wanted the thumb to show, so. The, the, so the, uh, the reason why I was asking because earlier you were asking or talking about how these different artists would come in and you commission them to draw. Uh-huh. And so, so I could go in there and, and see the Batman dude and be like, yo, here's something. You can go up to any one how of much our is it? artists. How much creators. is it? It depends on what you want. So like the their, their headshots where they're just drawn from like the neck up of a character are usually about 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Because uh, they're doing them on the spot. Pencil and ink. And then if you want to... I'm going to go out there and punch this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, there's the Revenant. Yeah, there's a Revenant out there. Yeah. Someone's going to get batman <laughs> <laughs> So then there, you can get a, a, a torso from waist up, you know, arms. Of yourself? Can you go give me one of Probably. me? Probably. You could if you... Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, now I'm at our show. I'm going to give, give me a Tuft man. <laughs> I changed. Don't do that. His last name's Tuft, but I ch- I changed it to you, Tuft. Oh, I like that. It's a Tuft. I've been Tuft worse. I've been Tuft worse. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, depending mm. on the detail and if you want color and. So I think that would be cool, like to find your if you're one of your favorite comic book artists out there, and you could be like, hey, whip me up, uh, like you're saying, a Popeye or of me or a blah blah blah, and then get that tattooed, like get that, ta- then take that to a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. And yo, put this on my uh, sleeve, or whatever. You know? There you go. I that'd think, be cool. Thinking about it though, I don't know if I don't know if some of our creators or any of the creators. I don't. I, I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if they would do one of like you in a suit because they're not caricature artists. They're whatever. If you can whip something up in ten minutes of anything on the spot, give me kind of a beard. Yeah, and, give me whatever. Yeah, you don't have. Right. I'm not looking for detail. I'm just looking for my likeness. Kinda. There you go. Okay. Or whatever. I don't know. I'm not saying for me. Just anybody out there in sure, general. Sure. In general. Yeah. I get it. Because I do have ideas, but not of me. I was going <laughs> to get a tattoo recently, but the dude was a little bit out my price range. 
Only because he charged by like the day and not the tattoo. Usually it charged by the hour. Yeah, well, this is like it's this much money and it's like for the whole whatever six hours or something, whatever mm-hmm. his day is. That, if you can find prices like that anymore, that's I would go with it because usually they're a hundred. I would, but my my the one the uh, the tattoo I wanted isn't going to take that fucking long. And he's like, "Well, we'll just do." I was going to get a hand tattoo. He said, "We'll do it on that hand and then do the other idea on your other hand." I was like, "Well, I don't want." I just want one hand. Do you have any tattoos now? Yeah, but they're not worth looking at or talking about. They're okay. stupid. I was 18, and I didn't understand tattoo culture at the time. Were I you didn't... in jail? jail no, <laughs> no, no, I wish. I wish it was that cool. Honestly, my very first tattoo, I, I was in Leavenworth, Kansas, and heard, this will be an old school Kansas City story for you. This was 1998. Leavenworth, Kansas, Johnny Dare is on the radio, 98.9 The Rock, and there was a, uh, he was having a promotion for Irizumi Body Art Mm -hmm. in, I believe, Shawnee Mission is where their first location was. I think they have multiple now or moved. Uh, so they're they're back down to one, but the they had one Where's in the original? Mission. Warnell or? And then Warnell on the 83rd. There it is. That was the one. And then that one shut down after oh. the uh, restaurant that was a part of the, I can't remember the restaurant. That's like an right Indian now. restaurant. Swagger. Maybe. Swagger. Yeah. Um, it shut down. That Irizumi shut down, and now they're down the road on Warnell around 57th Street. Okay. In a, in a giant house. So I went, this, like I said, 98, they were doing, there was a radio promotion, like, come in and here, we'll do a tattoo for $45. And I was like 18. I was still in high school. I was like, and I talked to my buddy Don, shout out to Don. I was like, let's go down there and get a $45 tattoo. I had no idea what that meant. I thought I was like, whatever, like $45 and get a tattoo. And I'm, I'm 18. I want to do it. So I go down there and in my mind, I'm Irish and I've all not in my mind. I'm Irish. I am Irish. In my mind, I've always wanted in your mind you're Scottish, (laughs) so you're just continually fighting with yourself. I'm. uh, (laughs) Oh my god! Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a fucking minute. What is that word? I'm transnational. There you go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So in my mind, I've always wanted like if I were ever get a tattoo, it would be uh, a clover with Irish flag in it. And so I go to Irizumi Body Art, and it's got posters, you know, what we know, uh, now I know is called Flash Art, mm. and you flip through all the stuff. I was like, oh, my God, this must be fate. There's a clover with the Irish flag in it. Boom, I'm getting that. Can I get this for $45? Yep, it'll be, you know, in 30 minutes we'll get to you, son. And a dude named Priest that looked a lot like you, Judd, but a little bit older and rougher, tatted me up for $45. I probably didn't even tip him. I didn't know if it was tipping at the time or nothing. I was like, oh, all right. I didn't know any better. I had yeah. no, I didn't yeah. know any better. Yeah. And now, and I have another, I have a stupid tattoo that I saw from a dude in Playboy that was, or Penthouse. It was a, whatever. He had a, uh, whatever. He had a, a, a son on his stomach. I was like, oh, he's fucking this chick with his stomach on his tattoo. That's great. I'm going to do that. And then I went to the tattoo, another with another girlfriend. She was like, let's get tattoos. And I saw another one. I was like, oh, I'll get that off the poster. And I put that on me. I'm an idiot. Yeah, you know, if t- I get I, I, that <laughs> tattoo, I'm going to get the fucking shit. Well, I, I, listen, I was fucking chicks anyways. But And then <laughs> years go out. by, I go see. I don't edit shit. And then years later, I watch Kat Von D in that whole show. Uh, I'm like, 
oh my god, you can go to a tattoo artist and just say, hey, I want this done and do all this cool shit because you're like a real artist? I never thought about that. So you just thought what was in the I'm book very was dumb in black got. and white. I'm like, you just thought, like, this is what they do. It's a stencil book. This is all they do. I had no idea they're like actual artists and can do shit. I just, and so here I'm stuck with like a couple 90s sticker tattoos. <laughs> you can do cover-ups too. It can, but I'm not putting one on my stomach. I just deal with it. And then the other ones, I'm like, whatever. I, I like them to just remind me of how dumb I am and how stupid people can be when you're dumb, young and dumb. I was just a young, dumb, fun-loving kid. And so that's what it reminds me of. That's I'm not much smarter I, now. So, oh, if if this makes you feel any better or not, I have a friend. It's not me. This isn't one well, of those. It's not going to make me feel better. I want no, you no, no. to make me feel no, better. No. Not your this, friend. This, uh, this isn't one of those stories where the friend's me. This is actually a friend. <laughs> but he got a tattoo across his stomach that said pound cake. Oh, no. And I'm like, why pound cake? Oh, and he's like, no. because I like pound cake and I'm fat. And I'm like, okay, so like you're gonna be stuck with that for forever, and you're always gonna be and fat you, forever. Well, and, but I was like, what if you're not fat forever? And he's like, oh, that's that's not. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be fat forever. So he was very sure of himself in getting this terrible pound cake, like like two pack, like Thug Life, like Thug Life right. pound cake. The hate you give ruins everything <laughs> around me. I'm. I'm. I love donuts, but I'm not getting a donut tattoo. Right. <laughs> I always, you know, I did. I've always respected the uh, the the guy that gets those weird tattoos, though, like the one with like uh, Cindy, cover your ears. Uh, but the one with like the lady with her legs spread wide open with the belly button right there. Yeah. As her, yeah. <laughs> that's that was great. Classy. It's so so <laughs> awful. But then there's another good one I've seen with the belly button where it's like a monkey. Bent, oh, turned around is yeah. like his, his little asshole. That's an old school button. one too. That was originally like a, like a. I don't want to say Sailor Jerry, but along those lines, right. like that was like an old school tattoo to get. That's the one you got, right? No comment. Gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go potty. Let's take a break real quick. Is okay. that cool? Yep. All right, where were we? What were we talking about before we left? Uh, some tattoos, and oh, comic books, tattoos. And... We, but we're leaving Brian out. That's all right. He's just got he's got the thug life on his stomach, but he just it's, it's well, over he, with he's pound cake. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That Hashtag was you and me. <laughs> Hashtag pound cake. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we got a show in July. We got a show in July, July 30th and 31st. We do, and uh, it's a uh, a big undertaking going into a two day show. What are your I want to say expectations, but maybe you don't know what your, those would be because that might be too much. But what are your hopes for this? Like, what's the bare minimum you're hoping for uh, the turnout and just the experience, just the whole overall thing? What are you guys hoping for minimum? Like, what is your big hope for, uh, hope for this? Two things. A thousand people and our, okay. name, and our name on the map. Like, this is the show to come to for years to Okay, uh, what are you doing that's going to separate yourself from other places that's going to put you on the map? Well, that's where we're hoping our uh, our artist and writer guests uh, come through. Are your writer guests and artist guests any different than any other comic con around that people can't 
Yes get? and no. Uh, I mean, we're really excited about our lineup. Uh, most of our artists or writers have won industry awards. Um, a bunch of Eisner winners, which is kind of the big one in the comic community. Okay. Um, and, you know, this is being our first year uh, as a two-day show. And coming out of COVID. And, you know, like, yeah. do you, Are you giving yourself a little leniency if it doesn't Absolutely. quite meet expectations? Because you had you had a nice a first one, and then you had a couple mini ones with everything screwing yeah. everything up. And now this is going to be like your first one after COVID. I think that's a very big bite to take out of. So it's I don't. F- I don't. I hope you guys aren't taking. I hope you guys aren't getting your hopes too high to where you let yourself up for. So he, like it's our second without a COVID. Technically, right. Our first two day. <laughs> okay. The one. The one right after COVID. Where we really followed the mask, the mini one, and no, it was a it was a one day. It was, it was like bigger. Oh, okay, yeah. it was our. It it was We've our, done several different formats, okay. so this yeah, is, but this was like the official official post, show post COVID right. come out uh, show, and I'm coming out. We you know we I had want a we had a really know. good show. I th- that I thought so, despite like the mask mandate, the mask mandate, and, and people I'm getting people a little complained coming. about that. And then uh, just um, the comfort level, like everybody, like social distancing, and yeah, yeah, it, it was just, pretty good. Can so I this just is, say that controversial statement of the year? I kind of enjoyed COVID. Not actually when I contracted it, but the entire time when I didn't actually have it, I enjoyed my time. Just being a little, little just, quiet time. Little quiet time. Oh no. Oh, no. I was out traveling. I took three or four Vegas trips. I took a couple uh, train trips to St. Louis. I went. I took a plane trip to Colorado, Las Vegas. I went everywhere because everything was so cheap. Oh, sure, affordable, sure. Easy to go. I bet your I was, Vegas room was like 50 bucks a night. I was going to Vegas. Check this shit out. Uh, for four days or uh, four nights. Uh, let's see. I would go. I would leave Sunday. So I have Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Four nights, leave Thursday, flight, round trip tickets, and one of the dopest hotels in Vegas for like $350. That's nice. That's nice. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And you walk around, and it's it's there's enough people there to and keep the energy up. And it's fun, and it's Vegas. It clo- shit closed a little bit early. I'm not going to lie. It got a little bit dead around like 11 to 12. You'd walk the strip at like two a.m. and be like, "Oh my god, ghost town!" <laughs> Not like, ghost town, walking like dead. like Walking Dead. Like, oh shit, we gotta turn around and go this way. We might get stabbed. Like, it's pretty sketchy. But the rest of the time, it's like it's it's enough energy and excitement. But not overwhelming. Were the casino floors open? Yep, everything was open. So were they doing like? This slot's open, this slot's closed, this slot's open. Uh, every slot was open, and then every table was open. The only, like, weird additive was I'm a poker player. Uh, the poker tables for a little bit had, like, these plastic dividers between in between seats. each seat. But you were still sitting side by side. You were sitting side by side, but there was a, there was a divider between us. And, yeah, and then you would, like, slide your chips underneath the the slider oh so they had a plexi between you and the yeah dealer too yeah yeah so it was all looking safe sure 
there's no way that was actually safe because I'm not going to get whatever. But come on. I mean, it's whatever. Were you were the uh, casinos mask mandated then? Yeah, I've done both. I've been there when they were mask mandated and not mandated. And yeah, but it was great. Sure. And going everywhere else too. Like I went to St. Louis on a train. I went to Colorado. Like everything was great traveling during COVID as long as you didn't have COVID. Because COVID, <laughs> I'll be real, it knocked my I'm – I'm pretty healthy. I'm mm-hmm. 42. I work out. I can go run five or six miles fairly easily. I'm in shape. It knocked my dick in the dirt. I was in bed for like two days. Like both – I've had it – I've had every – I've had three – I've had it three times. Wow. I had every variant. Oh, no. <laughs> I've had, I just had the one variant, and yeah. then, uh, it knocked me down. It for knocks a, you down a day, but you get back. It knocked me down for a couple of days, but so outside of that, I enjoyed. I enjoyed COVID. It's controversial. Hey man, I, I don't blame. I don't you. know anybody that died from it, so that's why I can say that. If I had a family member die, I might be like Ryan. You're an asshole. Why would you enjoy that? But uh, I did. I, everything was cheaper that's for sure and i don't love crowds i don't lo- I, like i like some people but i don't love being elbow to elbow to somebody so it's nice to have a little breathing room and still go out yeah but then you were still going out and being like i wish it was a little bit more busy because i am single and i am trying to you know meet the company of a nice Vegas, baby. young lady you know? <laughs> <laughs> which hotel was it if you don't mind me asking uh, the first time was the Venetian. Okay. And then, which is phenomenal. Every room is a suite. There's no oh. normal. Every room is a suite. Second time was Caesars. Okay. Which is cool, but not as nice as the Venetian. Yeah. So third time was Venetian. Fourth time was Venetian. And fifth time was Palazzo, which is right next to the Venetian. It's connected. They're the same thing. Right on. Uh, so Let me ask you a question. Okay. Does the real Caesar live there? Uh, yes, his crema- his remains are there. <laughs> Somebody went there one day before they before you weren't allowed to, but they secretly went out there and had some ashes in their pants, and they were walking around and they just kind of so let them go all around. <laughs> Shawshank, Shawshank style. No, that's a hangover joke. <laughs> All right, so it's July 31st. We got some amazing people coming. Yes. And your expectations are about a 1,000 oh, people I, overall? I would love to have a 1,000 people walking huh? in and pay, yes, please, and have admit pay admission. I would love for after the thing said and done for people to be like, that Fountain City Fountain is City. part of okay. our stop, whether they're vendors or participants. We want to become. How do you get that recognition? Like, where are you going to be like, how are you going to validate yourselves with recognizing that you got that validation? Are there websites? Is there certain comments that you're looking for on your events web page? Like, like what is the parameter that, rec- that you guys are going to recognize to yourselves that like, holy shit, we're on the map. We did. We did it. We we got what we wanted. Like, how are you going to recognize that you guys made it or didn't make it? There's gonna. I think there's gonna be a. I don't that mic, my man. Get on uh, every that mic. time. I'm a rookie. Uh, <laughs> I'm here every week. Uh, so I mean, obviously, 
if vendors want to come back the next year, that's okay. always a good. That's always a good indicator. What kind of vendors are you having? Oh, we've got everything. God, we've got what sixty different individual company vendors selling wares. They're so. all selling stuff. Comic, Comic books, Com- toys, uh, old arcade games. Poke- uh, Hold on, Pokemon. Old arcade games doesn't like stand up. Like, yeah. well, we will have those at the show. We'll have stand up quarter takers that you can play. Can I buy them? Can I buy uh, TMNT? You could probably talk to the uh, owner. You can talk to the you, owner and see if he'll let one go. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to put it. We'll have I'd a bouncy lo- house. I'd, I'd love to have like Ninja Turtles or NBA Jam right there, right next to what? NBA Cindy Jam's right there. Good. Talk to Derek with King Cade. He's yeah. our partner in the game department, and he'll have his uh, quarter takers around the perimeter. Okay. That you can play live on the floor. Uh, sorry. So what kind of vendors? Uh, what is going? Comics, toys, comics, toys, video, video, video games, game, like Nintendo type yeah, stuff, um, vintage and new toys and figures, uh, statues. Um, we'll have also like the the pop culture nerd type You've offset said- stuff, like custom made. Uh, oh, there's a company that from Colorado that does custom made display cases that like light up. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Their web, it's amazing what they can do. Oh, so, okay. I so like, like that. For the statue people or for uh, us who want to show off our books, you can get custom-made display cases. That Okay, that, that's that, awesome. that gives me a question. I earlier asked you about your most prized comic book. Oh, yeah. Are those displayed? And if so, how so? Yes. Mine are. Well, do you most have- of mine some of mine are. I have a lot. So uh, I take uh, the ones that are slabbed, that are um, graded. Slabbed? So, uh, graded by an independent third party uh, to... He, uh, well, you're, he didn't understand. No, I, no, I, no, I get that. I understand. I'm not a complete idiot. I understand a third party rating something. So, well, so books will have grades. In, sure. I understand that. And they encase them in plastic, and it makes it look pretty. And Listen, I, I, I do have some... I do have some collectibles. I understand. Look, I got a George no, Brett from like 1985 yeah. right Sweet. here. I got when I was a child. I got uh That's awesome. I got a Michael Jordan card here Ooh. from 19 something. Nice. 1903, I think. So go on. So you got some so, people okay. right. so, uh, Just not really 1903. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I get uh, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I have uh, uh, bookshelves and uh, display cases and stuff that I put up on the wall I that do, I can. I do like that, and it can, it looks nice. Uh, got some posters and stuff. It's in your house, yeah. And your uh, wife doesn't give a fuck. Is your wife a nerd? Is she cool with it? No, and no. <laughs> no, she's not a nerd. And she's not cool with it, but she, she lets you do it. She puts up with it. All right, that's uh, a good wife right there. So I get the basement, and she gets the rest of the house. So I think it's a fair trade Yeah, that's the man cave. That's, yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. And so I... I, well, I who will... are you kidding? What man wants to decorate the upstairs anyways? We don't no, know what no. we're doing. No. I'm colorblind. She never comes down to the basement. It's fine. Nice. <laughs> so you live down there. <laughs> I've got a bathroom and a refrigerator. I should be good for Boom. a while. <laughs> yeah. You should try getting divorced and see what that's like. He'll probably still get the basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper to stay married. No, he's in. He's in the. Uh, he's in the. The situation where the basement's like 
she understands like that's your is, that's this, your man's yeah. face. He's a good dad, and he's a stay at home dad, and his two sons oh, are in, in great shape and doing good, and so like she leaves me alone. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got an understanding. Yeah, and you have them all in display. Cases the, the looking fun, all sexy, you know, you looking sw- nice, your big ones. Yeah, you swap them out every once in a while. You change it up. and Yeah. Ooh. I don't display any of my books. They're all kept in a fire-safe uh, file cabinets Okay. in the basement. Um, what I do display is, like, special stuff. Like, where I first met Cindy was KCCC in 17. Um, Back at that show, we had a special setup where we had a reunion of the stars from Superman 1. And so every ticket had, like, their face on it. I got that framed and uh, put on the wall. Um, Artists that have done sketches and stuff, those are on display. Uh, Some statues and stuff I've bought. But all my books, I've I've just got kept in fire safe. That's wise. The first time I met Cindy, I think it was in here, officially, and I've never let anybody sit in that chair other than her. She's the only one that gets that chair. She brings me the the greatest guests. It's amazing. I wish we could get her on camera with that amazing uh, sunflower dress. Right, right. Look at that thing. I think just lighting up the room. Uh, for all of those that are watching, you see how brightly lit it is in here? That's not from the lights. That's from Cindy and her dress. <laughs> I'm very excited. I So uh, one thing I want to point out, too, is one question, at least for me, that's been brought up is why Gardner? Why Gardner, Kansas? Why so far out? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that slower. Uh, why Gardner? Why Gardner, Kansas? Why, why so, so far, far out? out? Um, the main thing is it's the suburbs. Uh, it's, it's the Kansas suburbs. It's the Kansas suburbs. Outside of Olathe? Yeah. Is that outside yep. of Olathe? Yep. Outside okay. of Olathe. It's the, the place we found is amazing. 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 Um, they've been very hospitable. They've been very uh, helpful. And getting everything set up, the floor space we have is astounding. Four thousand square feet. Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Yeah. Forty thousand. Forty thousand square feet. feet. We're gonna have a. Is it all house. gonna be utilized? You. You. Yeah. Yeah. What's the word? Utilized. Utilized. And yes, Cindy, I need help. <laughs> help me. I really. Can we come over here and just take over? <laughs> There it is. It show up every week. She took my drinks away. Yes, utilized. Utilized, and uh, yeah, we'll have a bounce house. We'll have those games. We'll have uh, a, I believe it's a Smash Brothers. Yeah, there will be some uh, video game tournaments. Nice. Uh, I'm not sure if we're getting the card games like Pokemon. I'm not sure if we're going to have those or not. I know we're going to have some video game tournaments. We will have card and game vendors though. Vendors, with, and then. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's cheating but i like i like the effort <laughs> um then as then we have all our vendors that have come across uh that are coming from across the region setting up um free parking is everybody the main loves free parking thing. everybody loves free parking that's the one everybody loves a chopped pot complaint <laughs> that the downtown show gets is parking we have free parking Okay, the downtown show is 
Comic Con? Uh, KC? Com- what is the? Uh, so there's different comic events in the city. There are. There's there are. Comic Con. Play- I I really don't. All right, you guys got your thing, and then there is another big one. Is there's it KC the- Comic Con? Well, KC Comic Con is where this kind of originated from. It's no longer around. It ended. KC Comic Con is no no longer around. It ended in seventeen. That was the last year for it. Really? Yeah. What was last year? I know they have things. There's there's other things. So Planet Comic Con is Kansas City's largest premier Comic Con. Comic Con. And I said and they, Kansas City Comic Con. Yeah. And that and it and that's different than Planet Comic Con. It, yeah. it is. Jesus Christ. It was. It was. All right. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Help me out. <laughs> so Kansas Planet- City Comic Con is dead. It's gone. It's yes. dead. Gone. For 2017. In 17. That was the last show. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck that thing. So we got Planet Comic Con. That's they are, and that is in Kansas City. Yeah, it is. It's, it's in Bartle Hall downtown. And it, they they are great at what they do. They bring in tons. They bring in of, some big names. I've been bring, asked they to bring do some in, things there, but I never do. They bring in the big names. They bring in the celebrities and the, the TV movie stars. stars. Yeah, movie stars. Are they? Are you? Are you guys rivals with them? Don't want to be. No. But are you? Nah, I mean, when when do they do they their do? Day? They do theirs in the spring, and they are. And you guys are doing yours big. in the summer, and and so there shouldn't be any kind of competition. No. Like, hey, no. let's all. We like to think that all, you know, it's a common community. So what's good for us is good for you. What's good for you should be good for us. And we're not. We don't want to step on their toes. The tide rises all ships. Yes, and, right. and you know we're trying to just be comic book centric artist writers, comic book vendors. He does all the pop culture stuff. And he's great at what he does. So we don't want, we're not, we don't want to be there. We don't want to do that. We want to do our thing. Just do our thing. And whatever. No, I get that. But he's on such a, he's on a larger scale than we will. But aren't you, you should be getting the same kind of people. Like if I'm interested in Planet Con, I should also be interested in Comic Con theoretically. And there shouldn't be, uh, there shouldn't be a real competition because you guys are in separate time zones and so if you guys come together hey everybody comes to uh, fountain city comic-con hey go to planet comic-con and vice versa it should be like an altruistic loving type of community mm, like that's that. and that's the community that's what we're that's what we're striving to build our show on is that not so much or not at all copying what planet does right it's just we're a we're a second you're a second Adventure. tier to we're, them. You're a little bit smaller. Hopefully, one day you guys are going to surpass them. We're just, gonna, far, we're just well, doing what I, we're doing. I'm saying it myself. I hope one day, one day you guys surpass them because I know they are a big name, and I do support everything local. And I would love Fountain City Con to be bigger than Planet Comic Con. I appreciate as far that. as We're like just, hey 20,000 people showed up to my event and only uh, 15 showed up to there. Whatever, but you guys all win. There's no competition, but if there is, eh, I hope you guys win. We hope everybody does win. But like it, and so we're separating you guys from them. It seems is a little bit of the budget and the nostalgia, which is the sexy part. And I think there's a place for nostalgic to kind of take over, but at a certain age group. So you guys are fighting age, aren't you? When does this nostalgic era begin at like maybe actually 30 years old? Thank you to thanks to the uh, relaunches on Netflix of Voltron, He-Man, uh, He-Man and uh, Thundercats. 
That was a long time ago. The it was for us, but no, the, no, no. The, the reboot new, was even yeah. a little while ago. Couple years, but couple years. But then get out of here. That reboot was like nine years ago. Second season of He Man's coming out this this summer, and kids are digging it. I'm not. Let me tell you something. I was stoked as hell that the Rescue Rangers reboot movie came out on Disney. <laughs> exactly. It was great. They- my kids couldn't give a shit. I was like, "You guys want to watch this?" Like, I grew up on this. Like, mm. and and actually, I, it's good. Have you guys seen the new Rescue Rangers? No, the it's movie? on my list of things to watch, though. All right, there's Judd? a new movie that just got. Judd, did you watch the new Rescue Rangers? It's on my list. Cindy, <laughs> all right. You know what? Uh, this was the Talk podcast. Everybody, but We're out of here. the new Obi Wan on Disney Plus is fantastic. That's, it is a great show. You guys are Star Wars people. Yes. Okay. Our most, our most co- comic con type people, Star Wars people, uh, and why? Yes, yes, they are, and why? I think everybody just loves a, what they love, and that's part of the comic con. That's we, part we, of we the bring beauty, everybody yeah. together. But everybody loves Marvel, Star, DC, anime, Star Wars, anime, Star Trek. Japanese anime. I mean, less people like that. Everybody loves Star Wars. Except, what for, is that? except for Trekkies. Right. Oh, really? They don't cross over? They're not, <laughs> not the very same? Not often. Not very often. Because my big joke, because uh, I'm not a, uh, in that world, I do like some Star Wars and I do like some Star Trek. Mm-hmm. When, everybody's, when everybody talks about like uh, the Wookiees or Obi-Wan, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love Star Trek. You get, you get side-eyed, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> I love doing that to people. I'm like, oh, Captain Spock was the best. You're right, dude. <laughs> Star Wars was the shit. I got love fucking with those people. And they don't know that you are. There is a big difference. Like there are is what's the stuff? What well, I'm a science fiction guy. I'm 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 throwing a little I'm just fucking around and dicking around with you guys, but I am a nerd when it comes to like science fiction. I love science fiction shit. But where is the big divide? between Star Trek and Star Wars, and why is it there? I don't even know, man. I don't I, get it. It's just two different universes. beyond me. Yeah, it's two different universes. I like them both. I like Star Wars more, but I like Star Trek. I'll watch it. Um, but, yeah, there's there's hate groups. Just like, yeah, what the hell is that about? I don't get it. But I don't get it. I don't know. Passion, I, I guess. I, Some people are very passionate about what they love. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys love? When when it breaks it down, you're on, a, you're on an island – just you. And you get <laughs> my one top five thing. albums. All right, <laughs> not even top five <laughs> albums. Like what is like? I'm stuck on the sign. What do I? What What am I subscribing to? Uh, Judd, what do you got? Jesus Christ. Uh, so this island has Wi-Fi. It's got Wi-Fi. And, it's got everything but an and a, escape. And the TV. And, everything, but everything but an escape. Everything but an escape and a woman. It's <laughs> a so, so Pornhub. No. Yeah, Pornhub.com. Hey, how dare you, Cindy? Are you covering your ears? Look at her. Uh, She's covering I, them. Disney Plus is rocking right now. Yeah. Uh, HBO is rocking right now. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Really, I'm excluding that. Like, you're on an island and you have one comic kind of thing to indulge. Disney is rocking. Disney, yeah, they've they've acquired all the Marvel stuff, oh, all Star Netflix, Wars. and Star Wars, and Pixar, and Discovery Channel, and some different stuff too. And Rescue it's, Rangers, it's it's a wide variety. Disney owns everything. Yeah, 
Okay. They're probably watching us yeah. through the camera. They probably heard, they Guess probably what? heard their name. And Guess what? They canceled me. <laughs> I wasn't woke enough. It's all right. <laughs> I try. They don't like me. I got canceled. I'm not even right wing. I love the left. you said dick in the dirt, probably. <laughs> dick in the dirt. <laughs> or fuck or something. Who knows? That's not very mouse friendly. No. Mouse friendly? M-A-O-U-S? Uh. <laughs> M-O-U-S-E. Put that down. <laughs> <laughs> M-O-U-S-E. Neander talk. Neander talk. Neander talk. That was I'm drunk. Nice. That was nice. I'm drunk. Do I need to take this over? Take it over. So, Brian, <laughs> <laughs> tell me a little bit more about Fountain Con, Fountain City Con. Um, in your opinion, can are there vendors available? We are sold out of vendors. Sold out. Places. So not even any vendors can. As so of what yesterday. are what kind of vendors other than like comic book sellers? Well, as like I what's was, your most unique? interesting exciting vendor that you guys have that you're kind of like and i'm not saying you're not excited about a, a comic book a comic book vendor or this kind of a vendor but like is there a, a outside of the box vendor that's like oh i'm kind of curious to see what this person's up to the on-site masseuse chiropractor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do have that by the way for your back you like walking on concrete floors for for eight hours eight hours sucks okay so it's on. It's it's right there. Other oh, yeah. than that, go get yourself an adjustment. We have <laughs> so from a con man. Go ahead. Kansas City has uh, <laughs> a nice selection of comic book stores around town and in the region as well. What point. we're excited about is we have some vendors coming from outside of our normal. Zone. Oh, zone! Howard driving oh. range sure. from from Tulsa, from Nebraska, from Ar- Arkansas, Minnesota. Arkansas. All right, that are we, bringing their wares that we normally aren't. So we have some fresh stuff coming in, like that we don't normally get to see every day. All right, what's their? What is their where? How does their wares different than the wares that well, Kansas City so has? Well, so every collection is a little different, and so they might have like a slew of books that came from. Uh, a certain era of in that golden age that we that we don't have up here. And I like so that. So yeah. here it comes, and they're right there in the flesh, right there. And that if that's your if that's your dig, if that's what you want, then there there's your are. grail right there. I'm coming to Fountain City Comic Con, and I'm seeking the most expensive original piece comic art piece, whatever it is at the Fountain City Comic Con, how much money do I need to have in my, my bank account to buy this experience or this product? Like the most expensive? Well, the most expensive thing, what is it and how much am I spending? How much do I need to bring on my uh, well, luckily, crypt- crypto the, wallet? You're not spending a lot at, on the on tickets. The, yeah. Tickets I know, are tickets are cheap. What are our tickets? Tickets are 20 bucks for the weekend for an adult. Oh, nice. Uh, fifteen for Saturdays, ten for Sunday. Kids under twelve are free. The whole weekend? Yeah. Yep. If oh, you want. Shit. Yes. That's that's a really good deal. Again, what, community. We we don't want the family of five to be broke. Before I they am a divorced dad with a cunt, a cunt <laughs> of an ex-wife, but I got the best two kids in the world, 
and I can bring them for free? Yeah. Oh, uh, my if, God. Divorce dads all around. Hallelujah, baby. If they're Hallelujah. under 12, the only thing we really ask is they bring a can of a can of uh, beans yeah. beans or potatoes. or non-perishable. Yeah, non-perishable yeah. food item. For, oh, beautiful. And you know what? If you forget it, we'll still let them in. So. You guys are yeah. giving out. But we, we always, every show, we bring canned food for uh, the uh, closet in Lawrence. Okay. Called Ballard. Dude, that's really cool. So we try to give back as yeah, well. Yeah, I wish you, know, you guys we were giving back we, to Missouri, but I'm not going to hate on you for we giving want, back to you. So <laughs> we don't want our ticket prices to be so expensive that people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to spend that together. I want them to be like, oh, it's only 20 bucks. I can get in. For the whole can, weekend. And so... They can spend money with our vendors, and then the vendors and come back, and then everybody has a good time. I don't care if people get mad at me for saying this. Harvesters has a lot of help. Ballard, yeah. Ballard and Lawrence is not, so okay. I want to go with them. It's a personal <sighs> thing. That's really beautiful. That's beautiful because you understand that help needs to be around everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. But Harvesters already has their help. They don't need any extra, and I agree with you 100%. Well, Harvester I mean, has I'm, I'm their, their, their they're, name. I'm glad I, they're doing what they're doing. I'm not disparaging or saying you don't wish that. Yeah. But, but it's nice to, like, spread the spread the, spread the the wealth. Yeah. Every, it sucks when I I do a car show also. Um, this guy's got his fucking I do a lot of stuff, and uh, that 100% of the proceeds from that car show go to Ballard. Um, there's times that I hear from my friend that's on the board that Ballard's down to their like one last can of whatever, and it's just like, fuck, that's serious shit. So that's why I picked with my business partners. That's where the non-perishables go to, just because that's that much extra help that they can get. Yeah, that's awesome. Like any kind of organization, they can get something to help out with the community just needs all the extra like obviously like you're saying harvesters doesn't they don't need uh promotion they don't need the extra help it's well, already out there they're established they're, known, they're established and every and thank god they are they do great work and i just want to do that stuff for the lawrence side uh b-a-l-l-a-r-d b-a-l-l-a-r-d ballard center ballard center all right i'm gonna look into them because as much as I joke around and dick around, I do love helping the community and helping other people out. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, if there is anything out there we'd like people to know to maybe understand more or to get tickets or what would be like the last piece of information you would like my audience to know about uh, Fountain City Comic Con. Tickets are on sale now. You could be proactive and go on FountainCityCon.com to get your tickets. Just look under the menu. It's very easy to navigate our website. Uh, you can go to Facebook, backslash FountainCityCon. Uh, you will find uh, a QR code you can scan with your phone or iPad to go directly to our website to get tickets. Uh, as Brian said, repeat the prices, please, sir. Uh, Twenty dollars for an adult for a weekend pass. Fifteen for Saturday. Ten for Sunday, and kids under twelve get in for free. There you go. Please bring a a can or a box of non-perishable food. That'd be awesome. Uh, we are hoping to provide fun and a great atmosphere for both adults and kids to just. 
relive your youth or see your uh, your offspring enjoy Hell yeah, it's what fun. Is, what's there's going them too. On. I, I push it so hard. I'm like, I want my kids. I'm like, I pushed on the Ninja Turtles to my kids, super hardcore, like uh, the Disney star. I don't know how you, how I found Ninja Turtles. Is it on Prime? Amazon Prime? Uh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. I think they've got a Netflix presence Maybe as well. Maybe it was uh, Or they did. They might have swapped them out. I think it's Prime. I think Prime is the best place for Ninja Turtles. That was my big thing. Like, I embarrassed my brother. I have a younger brother that's a year and a half younger than me. And when back in the, what was it, 89, when the yeah. first movie came out? <laughs> yeah. The first movie came out. It was amazing. And then the second movie came out. With Vanilla I, Ice. Go Ninja, go Ninja. Go Ninja, go, go Ninja, go. <laughs> I, I had a whole Ninja Turtles outfit. Nice. Like the shell, front and back, the green tights, everything. Like the bandana. I went. At, I, <laughs> I dressed up as Donatello to go to the movie theater. I was like, I was, I was hoping... <laughs> I was so disillusional as a child and wanted to be like famous or whatever. But I went to like, this is in like Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Nobody that's listening to this ever heard of that town. Well, <laughs> I went to the opening weekend of, of uh, Ninja Turtles 2 wearing a Ninja Turtles outfit, hoping to be, <laughs> hoping to be discovered. Nice. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Here I am. There he is. Here I am in 2022 doing a podcast that four people listen to. <laughs> I wanted to be like just this big Ninja Turtle guy. However, that didn't happen. But I love like I pushed on my kids like so I pushed on there. So I pushed the old school Ninja Turtles like the 80s, early 90s version of them. And they liked it. But there's like a newer version of newer Turtles. There's the it is fucking insane and so meta. You have to have an IQ of about 150 to fully functionally. Are you follow. talking about the new animated? The versions? new animated yeah, on on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I think it's on Nickelodeon. They do the like these backstories where like they're in the future, like right now Ninja Turtles, and they go back and visit the 1989 version of the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and it's like that animation that like uh interlopes with the newer version it is really smart and really good i don't know if you guys have gotten that deep into it i I, need to now though you really do if you were ever anybody listening that was ever any kind of ninja turtle tmnt fan of any kind of era watching kind of the newer versions of the ninja turtles it is really fucking cool so they're still published in comic book form under a, a label called IDW that their primary focus is uh, entities that were movie or television related, bring them, bring them into the comic book form. But uh, that being said, uh, Turtles was a comic book as well before right, it became. Right. Yeah. So they're doing new stories as printed comic books. The latest one was just a six-part um, giant format called The Last Ronin, where they Ooh. went into the future, and Michelangelo is the only turtle left. You spoiled it for everybody who hasn't read it yet. 
Eh, spoiler it's been alert! Out, it's, it's been out a, a while now. Spo- you, no, no. Spoiler you just, alert! Too late. He already blew it. If you, if, blew it. If you haven't read it already, you're. I'm editing this. <laughs> editing this motherfucker just ruined it for everybody. You Luke just Skywalker is Darth Vader's son. And of course, it's Michelangelo. <laughs> of course, it's Michelangelo, the party dude. Everybody loves fucking Michelangelo. Fuck Michelangelo. You know he becomes eh. a badass in the last Ronin. Get out of here! I'm sure he does. Uh, all right, we're going to sign off here in just one second, but just to give myself and just to hold a sliver. Mind you, I understand it's a sliver in the nerd and geek community, if you will, but let me show you something real quick. That's cool. How about that? Oh, yeah. Ah, I got the nice. Fight Club 2 graphic novel. Right on. That is, yep, that is. You can come to our show. Yes. <laughs> David Manclerk. Oh, nice. Will he be there? How about Chuck Palahniuk? You know about his story? How he got fucking ripped off by his uh, business? Uh, and who's the person that takes care of your money? Manager? Accountant? Yeah. Accountant or manager. Do you know? Do you know I don't know the story. I haven't heard that one. Do you know much about Chuck Palahniuk? Uh, he's a fantastic author. I love all the stuff. Have you read this? This is really good. Like, check this shit out. It's really fucking cool. I, I like I said, I'm not a comic book guy, but I did get no, into but this. That's a popular it, title right it's now. It's fucking yeah. great. Uh, so, real quick, uh, the author and creator of Fight Club and Choke and uh, Fight Club Two is the graphic novel. He got ripped off by his business manager or accountant or something for millions of dollars. He lost. This was after Fight Club. This is after he made millions of dollars, got famous, lost his his manager, whoever it was. I can't remember who. I'm sorry. Took all of his money, millions, and a couple other people. Chuck had to start from zero. Zero. Zero dollars. Zero everything other than name it recognition. And he's starting to fight fight himself back to the top of where he was. And uh, this is it. Awesome. I mean, not awesome that he lost all his money. But, but yeah, no, but I, I knew that he he went to this uh, venue with uh, Fight Club Two with the printed comic book. And and it is a very cool premise about where the idea, if if you're a fan of Fight Club, of the whole multiple personality type thing comes from. It all explains it in here. It's phenomenal. Anyways, that's, that's it. Neander Talk Podcast. If you guys would like to say anything, say it. Uh, July thirty thirty first. Come see us. Come see us. Come have some fun. We'll have a bouncy house. We'll have arcade games. We'll have vendors of all shapes and sizes, books, toys, uh, anything pop culture related under the sun. We will have it, and we hope you have a good time with us. FountainCityCon.com. Yeah.